0: This is our second session now on Ephesians six, ten to 13, and we're going to focus simply on this command, be empowered or be strengthened or be strong in the Lord, and as you are in the Lord, be strengthened in the strength of his might. One of the mysteries of the Christian life that cannot be done in our own strength is how to be—this is a passive verb—be strengthened with the strength of another. Now, if you say to a person, go get strong, they might go to the gym and lift some weights. That's not what this is talking about. This is, this is the miracle of being empowered with the strength of another person. That's crazy, right? We don't, I mean, how do you do that? How, does, how, how do my biceps get bigger because of your biceps? Well, it's not like that, is it? This is inner strength here. This is not the strength to lift a car off of your loved one in an, in an accident. This is the strength to be found standing, right? To be found standing when you're being crushed by sorrow or crushed by opposition or crushed by conflict and slander and demonic oppression, to be found standing and not to be crushed by it. That's the, that's the kind of power we're talking about here. It's not biceps. And that makes it a little more understandable, perhaps. How might it then be the power of another, namely the Lord? So, Father, as we, as we go into this a little bit, Oh, work this miracle in me, in those who are with me, as we read this together, work this miracle of alien power becoming our power to stand under real burdens, face real opposition, break down real obstacles, get free from real bondage. Oh God, give us power, I pray, that you are commanding here. In Jesus' name, amen. What's so remarkable here is that you have these three words Let's see it here, here, here. Now, I know this is Greek, and this is only for a few of you who, who have Greek. You can see it in the English. We've got power, be empowered. We've got strength. We've got might. One commentator says Paul seems to exhaust his thesaurus of power words because he piles them up. Now, what what's remarkable is that these same three words—power, might, and strength—strength strength and might—occur way back here in chapter one. I pray that the eyes of your hearts be enlightened, that you may know what is the immeasurable greatness, immeasurable greatness of His power. There's that same word, power, toward us who believe, according to the working of his strength, the strength of his might, the very same two words. So we've got the same trilogy words here, right? Power, strength, might. Now, most commentators just leave it at that. They just say, well, he's just piling up words. Paul likes to pile up synonyms in order to make an impact. And that's true. That's true. But let me suggest this. I've looked up all the iscos words in the new testament for might and they are a little different than the kratos words this this word here signifies uh, what we what god is or christ is by his nature by his being he is perfectly whole and healthy and complete and all sufficient and full and overflowing with everything needed to do what he wills to do Seems to be the more basic, which is why I think he says strength of might. This this strength, this kratos, grows out of this might and is more uh, like a potency or a strength to act. So you might say this is more resident and by nature what he is, and this moves outward from that. It is the strength of might towards acting, and this dunamis' Dunam, 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 dunam oh, this power here is toward us. When when this might issues in this potency to act touches us, we experience it as power. Now that may be over-interpretation. It may be that they all mean the same thing. Power and might and strength are all the same thing, and he's just doing it for emphasis. But consider that. Perhaps there is a a natural, innate being that God is in his might yielding a strength that is a potency to act, and when that act moves out in real touching of others or changing things, it's called power. And so back here, he's telling us, be empowered. In the Lord. He's touching you. He's connected to you. You are in Him. You are vitally united to the Lord. And that Lord has a might by nature. And that nature yields a strength and potency to act, and you will experience it as power. And the mystery here is how do you obey a passive verb command, right? Be strengthened be empowered. And I think he's going to tell us here how to do it. It's going to relate to the armor. He's going to say, put on the whole armor, and one of those armors, (laughs) pieces of armor, is going to be faith. And that may be the link between the Lord and his strength and might and our experience of power in him. But we'll, we'll wait and see how that works. Let's close this like this. Let's look at Paul's other statements in his letters about his own experience of this. Here, here he's telling us to experience it, right? He's telling John Piper, or you, get power, Piper. Get it. Be empowered in the Lord. Be empowered in the Lord's strength, in the Lord's might. Now let's watch him talk about it. Philippians 4 I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things. This is that word. I'm able, I'm, I have power to do all things through him who strengthens me. And notice, the strength is strength to hunger and strength to need. This is not strength to experience no hunger and experience no need. This is bearing up under loss as well as plenty. Here's 1 Timothy 1, 12. I thank him Paul well, is thanking Christ. I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus, our Lord. So he thanks him. That's part of the experience of being empowered. You thank the Lord. You are in the Lord. You thank the Lord that he is powerful for you. In that very Thanksgiving, you get his strength and remember it's not strength to lift a car it's strength not to fall it's the strength to stand for the truth and stand for love and stand for righteousness and stand for all the fruits of the spirit and represent christ in the midst of great crisis and opposition when most people's strength fail and they just take a vacation and disappear out of people's lives because they can't take the heat anymore that's not what you want to be like. You don't want to be like that. Second Timothy 2.1, You then, my child, be strengthened, there it is, the passive, by grace that is in Christ. Oh, that's an addition, isn't it? So we're in Christ, and in Christ we are tasting such wonderful grace. He is so merciful, so kind, so gentle, so patient with us. How can we not be strengthened by this creator of the universe who is so gracious to us. Two more. 2 Timothy four seventeen. But the Lord stood by me. I just love this. The Lord stood by me. Others forsook me, but the Lord stood by me on my trial and strengthened me. So that through me, the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it so I was rescued from the lion's mouth. We are strengthened to deliver a message in the midst of crisis. We're not strengthened to be self-pitying, self-regarding, self-retreating, self-exalting. We are strengthened so that through us, empowered by another, Christ might be magnified among the among the gentiles and and it's a beautiful thing. I remember I preached on this text. I think it was on my first anniversary in 1981, after I'd been a pastor for one year, and I came to the end of the year thinking, I'm, "I made it. <laughs> I survived. And I preached on this text. The Lord stood by me. It was very precious, still is. This is the last one. No unbelief made Abraham Waver. Concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong. He became strong. He was strengthened literally in his faith. Ah, now we're off to the rest of the text. So there are experiences we can actually taste and be a part of by which we appropriate this strength. He grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God. So we're going to go now in the future sessions to these pieces of armor here and see how they become the means by which we are empowered to stand.